Hello, 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 and welcome to the show. It's Wrestling with Entertainment, the only audio experience on the web today. Previewing, reviewing, latest social WWE, AEW, New Japan, and everything in between every Saturday, and interviewing all your favorite wrestling every Tuesday and Wednesday on YouTube and Castbox. I am, of course, your host, James J., alongside the American Sweet of Dust. Hey, hey, face, you put that down. That's your little sister's crap pot. And it was a great week for us as um, we interviewed um, uh, Sam Beal and uh, Eliza Hayes. Uh, two incredible interviews, very different from each other, but definitely two you want to uh, catch on our archives. Um, Sam has an incredible world story that involves Trina Gell. Um, Eliza Hayes uh, talks about um, DIY, um, not Johnny Gargano and Trample, but doing it herself and a makeshift uh, ring jacket she made uh, that she poured the Joann's uh, stores to get. Um, so we definitely recommend those. Um, this upcoming Tuesday, we got El Espartano. Uh, more some more alumni from um, the chaotic um, dojo and whatnot. Um, you definitely want to catch uh, that one. And um, on Wednesday, we got Jocelyn Navarro. Um, and I could tell you how in- fantastic and amazing those interviews are. Or you could just listen to these clips right now. Um, I think the funniest thing for me on the road is now that I'm spending more time with people um, in wrestling that I train with, uh, but but I'm outside of the school and I'm with them for longer periods of time, they see how much I can eat. And they're kind of scared by it. (laughs) (laughs) Not only how much, but what I don't mind eating. Um, so th- that, that, that's a pretty, a, pre- a pretty crazy event every time we have a meal on the road. <laughs> okay. Now that, that just go, now we're just going to go through another rabbit hole. What, what exactly are you eating and what are like, how, what's the quantity of this? Is this Joey Chestnut, uh, a territory? <laughs> Definitely not Joey Chestnut territory because, you know, I, I have to wrestle still. Yes. But uh, most people would consider Chipotle before a match a bad idea, but I say bring it on. What exactly would you say uh, is your beef with Detroit? And does it have anything to do with the long-standing feud between Detroit and, I was going to say just Cleveland, but it's basically Detroit versus the whole state of Ohio at this point. <laughs> well... Um, I hate the whole state of Michigan, you know, uh, because, you know, I am a Buckeyes. I'm, I'm a Buckeyes girl. Um, so I hate everything about Michigan. But unfortunately, my fiance is from Detroit. <laughs> so I, I give Detroit extra hate, you know. <laughs> I hate them a little extra, you know. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
So that's 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 my hate with Detroit. Like, you know, I used to hate the whole state the same, you know, but I hate them a little extra now. And All right. Uh and this upcoming uh Tuesday and Wednesday, um I believe it's uh the twenty second to twenty third we have free reign secure. Um Wednesday That'll be next Tuesday. Huh? The 22nd would be the week after this week. Yes. Uh, free Range Cure, and uh, on Wednesday, the owner of Pizza Party Pro, Dan Scotty. Uh, and then uh, on the 30th, uh, which is Wednesday, um, Marcello Squirrel, uh, the owner of uh, Capital Championship Wrestling. Um... It might have been a good week for pro wrestling, but it may be not a great day for the world of entertainment. Um, <gasps> I, you know, it's not wrestling related, but it's something I want to talk about. Kevin Conroy passed away on Thursday, and uh. I just got wrenched by it. Um, you know, obviously, the voice of Batman since... 1992, um, over 60 movies, episodes, uh, TV series, content out there in the world, and it just makes me want to cry that we're not going to get any more Kevin Conroy back Batman going forward. Scooter, do you have anything to say? And Kevin Kevin Conroy was a big big part of my childhood. Uh, I I grew up with Batman the Animated Series from beginning to end, and even though so many Batman films have come and gone. When you think of Batman's voice, you thought of, and you will always think of, Kevin Conroy. And you know, whenever I read a Batman comic book, the voice I hear in my head is Kevin Conroy when I read the Batman bubble. So, you know, the legacy... I hope not. We'll, we'll never die. He is an absolute incredible legend. And obviously, um, you know, rest in peace, thoughts and prayers to uh, the friends and family of him. Alright, um, from sad news to bizarre news. Boston Theory cashed in the Money in the Bank briefcase on Seth Rollins unsuccessfully. Scooter, what the fuck? I t- God, and you This is... How how did I see this summed up? 
perfectly. Um, this was a, uh, <laughs> this was a, this was a, this is a big dig wiggle, dick wiggle at Vince, a big fuck you to Vince. Saying, look, look at this, look at your hand chosen successor. He'll be, he'll be back in 11 years and he'll be, you know, WWE champion, but he sucks right now so much to the point that we don't know how to logically make him successfully cash in the money in the bank contract. Does this... Well, we'll get into this in a minute, but... Um, does this have anything to do with Roman Reigns being so dominant you just don't know how to logically have Austin Theory cash in and be somewhat of a threat? Yeah. Yeah. This... Uh... That's interesting. Um, there was no way he was going to logically take down Roman unless unless Roman was, you know, nailed to a crucifix or paralyzed. No. There was earlier this week, um, it came, came out that Roman and Nintendo suggest that Drew McIntyre was supposed to win at least one of the titles from Roman at Classic Castle, um, with Austin Theory involved. Um, would that have been a really great way to take the, a title off of Roman without actually hurting Roman? Or would it have, have been too convoluted to work? It would have been too convoluted because they're not being defended as separate titles. Well, the thing would be that it would be as separate titles, but it never, nobody's ever mentioned it since he's had them. Exactly, and nobody thinks to mention that. Like, theoretical example. Drew beats him. What title does Drew get? Does Drew get the pick? If it's not established beforehand? I would think the WWE Championship. Because he the reign is with the Universal. I mean, he's... I mean, Drew is technically SmackDown, so... Well, I mean, then there you go. About it being too convoluted. See, that's why it needs, it needs to be 
we need to be reminded that those are two titles. I mean, in 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 the good old days, he would have been forced to give one of those up. Uh, not today. No. And that's what kind of sucks. Now, there may be maybe something happened on SmackDown last night that unveils that uh, is an answer to this. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Wink, wink. Um, but until they, they, they don't want to acknowledge him as two champions. They want to keep acknowledging him as one. Pun not intended. Because he the one? Whoa. Yes, he the one who need the English lesson. Um, what is your thoughts on there actually being a list of people that could actually beat Roman? And are we going to see this coming to pass this year's WrestleMania? Because the way that I read it kind of made me feel like Roman's not losing that belt at WrestleMania. But, I mean, he really should, considering... He's held it for over two, like what, two and a half years at this point? Like, um, just 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 over two years. Uh, we're going on two years and two months. But by the time we get to WrestleMania, it'll be two and a half. So, um, by the time we by the time we get to, yeah, by the time by the end of. <laughs> By the beginning of March, it'll be two and a half. So, I mean, yeah, it was a dominant, fantastic reign. But, like, what could you do with him after two and a half years that people has, haven't already seen that they want to see and keep it interesting with people that he hasn't wrestled? Because he's kind of more or less ran through everybody at this point. It's, it this is starting to be this is starting to look a lot like Hogan's run with the WCW title uh, except Hogan at least was open to you know dropping it for a week. <laughs> Which, which made for, which, which, which uh, I'll be honest, it made for uh, an incredible uh, television moment when Lex Luger beat him on Nitro for it. Now, I don't think Roman's losing any title on SmackDown anytime soon. Especially to Lex Luger. Um, It'd be pretty impressive if Lex could get him, though. 
don't know. I think he's got one more. I mean, at, at this point, it's either he voluntarily gives one of them up, or okay, three things. Either he voluntarily gives one of them up, they start establishing a winner's pick rule, or what I'm honestly probably expecting if it happens before WrestleMania is Roman gets squashed. No. They are so not squashing Roman. How does Roman get squashed? How did Brock get squashed? When did... Are you talking about... Uh, when, Survivor Series 2016. Oh, well, I mean, when that was a full title. That was to progress a story. I mean, we're talking about fruits and vegetables at this point. They have to... They have to start building a new Goldberg. Uh, at the, at this point. Well, this is this is my idea. I mean, I I could get behind is if Cody wins the Royal Rumble. He 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 stated that he only wants the WWE Championship. That's why he came back to WWE, and have him compete against Roman for only the WWE Championship at Mania. That could be an option. Yeah, that could. Well, we will definitely see when we come closer to the Rumble, I suppose. Um, something that would... We are interested to see, or maybe we're not. Uh, Nick Aldis has left NWA. Um, is this an equivalent of AJ Styles leaving Impact or TNA? Because he was the franchise player, and, and to some degree, he was the only thing holding that company up. But what are your thoughts, Phil? Oh yeah, my, my my the first thought on my mind is, oh yeah, he's headed to he's headed to WWE without without a doubt. Um, it it would we know that Triple H has had his eyes on Nick Aldis. For quite some time. And. Un unless he's planning to. Finish out his career. Along with Mickey's. Yeah this is. 
this this is a huge this is a huge this could be a huge get. You think Nick Aldis is newsworthy of a of a get in right now? Yes. What, why do you feel that way? Because I have my own opinion about Aldous, but I like he he's he looks he's got he's got the look of a natural born heavyweight champion. I mean, he's he he's he he's someone who we we know. It is a is a powerhouse, but he can go in the ring. True. Well, the thing I feel is, yeah, he was he held NWA up. He was a good worker for them. I don't see that he would maybe do as well in in a WWE, simply for the fact that. Maybe not as many eyes have been on him as, you know, like a Cody. And yeah, he could go in the ring, but unless he actually does something significant at the beginning, I don't see, I kind of see him falling to the wayside and kind of getting forgotten before he even gets started. It's kind of like, um... EC3, to be honest. I mean, EC3 had that look as well, but he never did anything significant in WWE or in NXT. Uh, true. But I'm sure Tony Khan has his uh, eye on, on him. Like we don't like Tony didn't need another uh, new action figure. Well, if you wanna, if you wanna speak about uh, <laughs> new action figures or maybe old action figures. Um, last night on SmackDown, another return. The return of Sarah Logan. Interesting. Who is now in the corner of her husband and his teammate, the Viking Raiders? Good for her. Local, uh, local the men, they they gave her this whole. Um, I, I I guess if you if you know um, if you know your history, you know who the dear woman is. Uh, Virginia Dare. Uh, one of the people thought to have had a hand in the uh, complete disappearance of uh, the, the Jamestown Colony. Um... Got like like the, these huge like deer horns. I'm like it, it's 
it's it's it's quite impressive. Um, they interrupted a match between Hit Row's B Fab and. Of course, that well-known representative of Legado del Fantasma, Zelina Vega. Yes, I mean she's obviously has been established with um, them since day one. I, I mean, yes, Zelina Vega, oh, the best natural blonde in the business. Um, yeah, I mean these uh. These don't seem to be uh, uh, stopping um, anytime soon. Um, and obviously, Mia Yim uh, came back yes. as well, uh, joining Bullet Club. So um, that so that was oh man. Oh, and, and you're gonna tell me you're gonna tell me Keith Lee is not gonna find his way back. I mean, if WWE wants him at this point, I feel like if anybody devalued in the last couple of years beating an AEW, it was Keith Lee for sure. Um, and he's not, obviously, he's not Bullet Club. You're not Bullet Club by association, you're Bullet Club by lunch. But, but, if, any, if anyone could logically take down Roman, it'd be Keith. <laughs> I mean, from a physical standpoint, obviously, but would Keith Lee know what to do with a title if he got it? Especially. Oh, I think he. I think he would. I think. I think. Keith Lee knows. What a shit show AEW is. And is is he he's doing what is asked of him and no more. So you're just saying he's kind of putting his head down and uh, trucking through. He he's killing time, yeah. basically. Same different. Um. And um. But I think me and Yim is a great gift for WWE because uh, Bianca is running low on people to wrestle. Um, and obviously Yim is very capable. So, I mean, I'd be, I'd be excited for me and Yim Bianca Belwell match, no? Oh, oh, absolutely. I mean, she's the first uh, and only woman to have Two separate, distinct characters in a WWE video game. Yeah, uh, uh, Shadow and uh, Yim. Uh, yeah, reckoning and. She was reckoning. I thought she was mm -mm. Shadow. Yes. There was no Shatter. No, Mercedes Martinez was Shadow. Yes, this is true. Her name wasn't Shadow. It was absolutely Shadow. Um. Um. We we do. Uh. 
we do have a uh, a little bit more clarity on what uh, war game has, uh, what the war game matches will be. Yes, on the women's side. Uh, um. It's a uh, damage control, uh, and Nikki Cross so far. Yes. against Bianca, Alexa, and Oscar. I'm assuming Candice uh, will be added to that uh, very soon. I'm yes, I'm assuming Candice will be as well. And I'm I'm honestly thinking. Member, un, I mean, unless they take, um, unless they take uh, Rhea and Mia, Rhea, Mia, Rhea, Rhea Mia, uh, it's a Mia, which, which it it doesn't seem like they're. Trying to separate Rhea from her male counterparts. I see Rhea um, wrestling that at some point because they've been teasing it. Possibly at Survivor Series. Oh, um, no. No, I mean, Survivor Series is two weeks away. Um, I mean, we got um, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus a day before the fucking Tokyo Pinky. Yeah, yes, but it they they have been feuding on TV. Beth has has shown up once. Well, it's gonna and happen. And it, it it's gonna happen. It it, it yes. Um, do they take Rhea and Mia and put them in war games? I, 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 I don't think so. I, don't I think, think it would be a singles match. I, I'm thinking. the fifth member of the heels is pro is probably going to be Charlotte. Interesting. I can't, I can't, ima I can't imagine who else. I'm sure we'll get there when we get but, 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 wait, hold on. But I, I can say with certainty, I believe the the uh, the other remaining teammate uh, providing Candice LeRae is a part of it. Uh, I believe I believe number five is going to be Tegan Knox. Interesting. What about Indy Hotball? That would be a really random addition. Uh, no more random than Tegan. Uh, yes, but there's at least established history between Tegan and Dakota in a War Games match. Uh, I guess so. You have a point there. Um, the men's, as of right now, 
it's the bloodline against the brawling brutes and Drew McIntyre. That should be hell on orc. <laughs> um, I'm assuming member number five is going to be KO. That would make sense to me, anyway. Um, and oh, finally, one last piece of news. Kelsey Green likely headed back to WWE when she announced that after uh, parting ways with Impact, she would be going home or returning home to Canada. I think she meant the WWE. It'd be interesting to see if something comes of that. Um, it seemed just when she was starting to get off, oh, getting off in WWE, lifting off, whatever, however you say it, um, she just left. What was she fired? Um, God, I don't know if she asked for her release or she was part of the releases. I think she left on her own accord, but maybe she wants to come back? We'll see. Is there a spot for her? Could Chelsea Green walk uh, uh, in uh, WWE? By the way, mm-hmm. by the way, Mercedes Martinez's retribution name was Retaliation. Who the fuck was Shadow then? Well... They were slapped back. The Mist Adventures of Flapjack. This one you know when Porsche is coming back. Good girl, Porsche. Sh- Shatter was supposedly one of the names they were planning. Yeah. Uh... Uh, let's see, is this there? Uh, let's see, Casey Navarro, type of WWE tryout. Um, so, um, I think we'll conclude the news for now. Um, because we have more to talk about. Um, and now a quick word from our sponsors. So, Rogue Energy, the only gaming drink company in the world with four unique product lines to suit your task at hand, whether it be juices, shakes, smoothies, and everything else in between. Their low-calorie, no-sugar energy formula is the perfect alternative to sugar-filled canned energy drinks and sodas. Their extreme formula provides the most energy, focus, and sports performance possible. Their hydration line offers focus, ingredients without the added caffeine. Drink it anytime you're thirsty. And their shake formula is so delicious. Who doesn't love a cookies and cream, zero-calorie energy 
milkshake. First and foremost, they've designed every Rogue product line with performance and effectiveness in mind. It is critical that you look at the nutrition panels of drinks when comparing options. There are countless off-brands out there that are presenting low-quality, poorly-dosed formulas that amount to expensive caffeine water. Every formula they produce is designed with optimal levels of high-quality ingredients. Additionally, you won't find a powdered gaming drink brand that dissolves better. No need to have chalky textures in your drink. Their taste profiles are unmatched, specifically designed for gamers, athletes, students, entrepreneurs, people with hectic schedules, individuals with low energy, podcasters who can't shut up, people who are health conscious, and so much more. Great as both a pre-workout and as a coffee energy drink replacement. Specifically designed every Rogue product line to be the best gaming drink on the planet. Rogue energy, more energy, more focus, more wit. Use promo code WRESTLINGE for 10% off your next purchase. And we are wrestling with WWE Crown Jewel Raving. Um, it was last uh, Saturday. It took place in the, the city of Waya in Saudi Riyadh. Arabia. Riyadh, as in Riyadh Ripley. Oh, they present real Ripley. Wow, that's inappropriate. Yes, uh, that, 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 that's where I was bar mitzvahed. Uh, I'm not even gonna say what the venue was. Oh, um, plenty of space. Huh? Plenty of space. Yes. The, the um, ground was sort of squishy, though. This was um a fantastic event in my opinion. I thought every match was um everything hit where it needed to hit. Um nothing was too long, nothing was too bad. And it got what it needed to get done across. Uh what's a you score? Yeah. Yeah. Finally A, an event that is consistent the entire way through. You're talking about a Saudi Arabia show or just in general? I mean, in I mean, the Saudi Arabia, it's the first one that's had some consistency in match quality all the way through. And it didn't, you know, sputter out at the main event. Yes. They've, a lot of WWE shows kind of, that kind of happens, but everything seemed right and rain through the whole event. Alright, uh, let's get into it. Brock Lesnar defeated Bobby Lashley uh, in six minutes. Um... Bobby Lashley looked great in this match. Brock Lesnar obviously almost just survived it. So obviously there's going to be a good match. Uh, what's it you, Scooter? Uh, this was this was an okay match. Uh, it was the it was the right place. Um. But I think I think we're clearly seeing 
that Big Match Brock is not as much uh, as Big Match Brock as we thought he was. Um, especially now. Um, uh, yes, uh, Brock getting the win here was the right thing to do. Uh, the fact that Brock had to resort to, uh, to tactics he doesn't usually, uh, it makes it a bit more interesting, and, yeah, and, of course, Bobby with the post-match attack, of course, that gives Brock a reason to, you know, stay home and, you know, go, you know, shoot some loose testicles. Uh, That's a smart one. And there's plenty other places on the moose he could shoot, too. Um, it just so happens the testicles are a nice big target. It's a big fucking nice moose. Yeah. Oh no, I'm 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 talking about the wrestler. I knew, I know. <laughs> you know, giving a kid a, a shot. Show me. Um, all right, how many stars would you give this match? For sake of enjoyment too. I give it two and a half. Um, match two, Damage Control, um, Dakota Kai and Io Io Sky, uh, defeated Alexa Bliss and Asuka by pinfall to recapture the Women's Tag Team Championships in 12 minutes and 50 seconds. Normally I wouldn't care about this match, but it made absolutely no sense that Damage Control lost them five days before, just to retain them five days later. The match was fine, though. Your, your thoughts. Who's a member of Damage Control? Eo Eo Sky. And on and that team, she had Dakota, 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 Ka. <laughs> With a scorpion kick here and a scorpion kick there. Um. Ding dong, I mean, Bailey, let's go. I mean, did they hot shot the titles to Asuka and Alexa just so Asuka and Alexa could be the first women to hold the tanking titles with three different partners? I don't know. Good match. Titles didn't need to be, um, you know, hot shotted. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's to 
it was to remind us that oh even even that damage control still won something on this night I have no idea how many stars do you give this one um hmm. yeah I'll, I'll give it a solid three and a half okay with three. Um, third match. Drew McIntyre defeated Karrion Cross with Scarlett by escaping the cage. Uh, it was a steel cage match, 13 minutes it went. Um, Drew's victory is even more impressive considering that he had the flu going into the, the match. Um, honestly, Drew looked great. Karrion just seems to be losing momentum in my eyes. Because of Scarlet, you know, she's been winning his matches for him, and it doesn't look good on him. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, when, when Karrion won the last match, what move put him down? Scarlet to the balls. But then you make the case that no, he didn't lose he didn't lose to Karen, he lost to Scarlet. And um yeah. But I feel like Vince McMahon already knew that, and that's why um you know, he got they separated him from her. At the beginning of his WWE run. Alright. Yep. How many stars would you give this one? Um, and, and even three. I give it uh, a three and a half. Alright, um, Judgment Day, Finn Balor, uh, Damian Priest, and uh, Dominic Mysterio with Rhea Ripley defeated the OC, AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson in 14 minutes. Um, not a bad match, obviously a lot of chaos, but, um, it was more, mainly just to progress the story rather than a blow-off. What say you? Yeah, there, there's. I don't think there's anything else you can actually say, other than, okay. Next step in the feud. Let's go. How many stars would you give it? Three. Same. Braun Strowman defeated Omas. In 7 minutes and 20 seconds. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm just glad it didn't go over 7 minutes. I mean, given that apparently Braun Strowman now has heat on him again. You know what was coming. We're talking about wrestlers who do flips and 
how they're better as grocery bags. I give it two stars. And I'm being young. Yeah. Yeah, two. The Usis. Jay Usi and Jimmy Usi defeated the Brawling Brutes. Uh, Holland and Butch uh, to retain the Tag Team Undisputed Tag Team Championships in 10 minutes and 45 seconds. Um, tag teams. So, yeah, not bad match. Holland and Butch are getting really hot, aren't they? Yeah. How many stars would you give this one? Give it three and a half. I give it three. Bianca Belair was seen for World Women's Championship against Bailey in the last woman's standing match in 20 minutes and 20 seconds. Probably having no desire to watch this match at all, it was a really good match. Um, probably the best match of the night. Um... Honestly, Billy doesn't need to be beating Bianca at this point. There's really no rivalry for the um, reason for the rivalry at this point. Um, but they still consistently have great matches. What's the use for them? Basically, basically, Bailey beating Bianca, barely. <laughs> At this point, I just wanted to say all those B words. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I go back to the the, the women's head title match. Uh, even though Young Damage Control still had one victory that night, so via association, technically Bailey won also. That's the logic they'll use. Um, some very, some very interesting spots here. Um, I mean, this match did so well that we're already getting another Last Woman Standing match on NXT on Tuesday. Who's in that one? Uh, it's Mandy Rose and Alba Fire. I'll be file. Albatross. Okay then. Uh, how many stars you give this one? Four. Yeah, I give it four as well. Roman Reigns defeated Logan Paul to retain the undisputed WWE Universal Championship in 24 minutes and 50 seconds. I don't think anybody expected. Um, <laughs> Logan Paul to perform as well as he did. Um, honestly, still hate the guy, but I do kind of get kept to give him props, especially since he tore his ACL in meniscus halfway through the match. Still finished it and did that coast-to-coast -coast jump um, off the, the ring... Uh, from the ring to the ring announcer's table. The selfie splash. The selfie splash. Um, it's impressive. 
for anybody that's had any type of match in their career, let alone two. So, again, don't like the guy, but gotta give him respect for doing that against, obviously, the goat. Scooter? <laughs> When you can pull off a better, better looking move than someone who has used it as their finisher their entire career, that's that's fucking progress. Logan Paul did a better buckshot than I think Hangman ever did. You might not be wrong about that. I mean, again, I and but I honestly don't think Hangman should be doing a move like the Buckshot. Quite honestly, um, you know. Well, I mean, he has got the right body for it. That's what I was gonna say. Body type wise, you might be right about that. But if you doubt Logan Paul's work ethic. After this, then you're just cutting off your nose to spite your face at this point, uh, because I ne- I never thought I would say this. Logan Paul just might be made for pro wrestling. That's a big compliment coming from you. He. He, he 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 told a story through his in-ring work and still managed to keep fans captivated he took the best the, the best qualities about him and amplified them Yeah, you know, by a hundred. I, I frankly would like to know if that if that cell phone actually survived. <laughs> well, the video went online, so. But, um, I mean, we knew he wasn't going to win. You knew that. The and question Mark was. Put him over like Rover as well. Um, yeah. He did not need to do that. Yeah. That was the question: is how how much was Roman going to work with it with with Logan to make it look like Logan had the slimmest chance of beating him. I think this is the most Roman's ever walked in the last two and a half years. Yeah. I, I, I'd say so. so. How many scores do you give this one? I, 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 I can't believe I'm going to say that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give this... You know what, because it 
subverted my expectations so much. I'm going to give it four and a half. Hmm. I'll give it... I was going to give it three and a half. Alright, um, all things considering this, uh, PLE, um, a thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Oh, thumbs up. Yeah, I agree with that. Alright, um, that will conclude our coverage of, um, the Crown Jewel event. Um, we'll do it again when there's another one. Probably in February? Yeah, February. Um, we are well, wrestling mm. with w, uh, AEW Old Year 2022 preview. It's next uh, uh, Saturday. More or less everything's been confirmed. Um, I don't think there's going to be another match announced on mm -hmm. anime. So let's get into it. Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. What the fuck? Why? Yeah. Why? Like when Sting signed up to AEW, I'm sure Jeff Jarrett was the first one who was chomping at the bit to wrestle. Yeah, I mean. That, that young fella, Jeff Jarrett, he's going places in this business, let me tell you. Yep. He's gone places and places, he's been places, and you kind of hope that he got lost somewhere along the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get into storyline storylines because they completely contradict themselves. How does Darby kind of recover from this? I mean, they said that he wasn't going to be a part of Sting, but now he's wrestling with Sting. And it just seems like Darby has, was one of the, the pillars, and just now he's just fallen to the wayside. Because I kind of feel like they're taking him for granted. What is your thoughts? I think there's a chance we may see Darby lose all of his blood. <laughs> and he's going to become paler than he already is. When the, unpainted, when the unpainted side of his face looks whiter than the painted side of his face, there will be a problem. Um, does take, this match might take the air out of the room, so you're not wrong about that. I mean... Darby could have Darby could have been so much more. And just when people were starting to have conversations about him in the supermarket with strangers, it's truly a shame. Um. All right. Uh, who wins? I they, there's going to be some sort of clusterfuck here. Um, expect 
expect Sting to not show up for the first part of the match, only for Sting to show up and it not be the actual Sting. It's um, Sting. No, n- yeah, it's and it's not going to be cold, cold Cadiddle Hopper in a mask. It's going to be Sting from uh, from the police. Oh, can't you see? You'll do the J-O-B. Um, Jared and Lethal will clearly win this. Sting and Darby. Um, alright, um, Soraya versus Dr. Brett Bayer, DMD. feel like I need an aspirin. Uh, I only say that because really the the list I'm looking at has her as Brit B A E R. Well, that's why I look at Wikipedia. You gotta love um autocorrect or whatever the fuck it's called. Um, wait, right, did, wait, um, wait, did you write the thing that you're looking at? No. No, this is a, a legitimate website I'm looking at right now. Oh. Two Girls, One Cup is a legitimate website. That's on my other tab. Um, obviously, this is going to be a seven-star match in the Tokyo Dome. I mean, Wokigoto Sumoha. Um, how do you see this going? Hmm. How do I see this going? Uh, well, <laughs> Brit's a dentist. Sarai's a big fan of oral. Um. What you're saying is that she loves uh, her teeth. She's a big, uh, big hygiene fan. Brick Baker works her. Brick Baker works her ass off. So words on getting stuff in her ass. Wrestling and entertainment do not condone anything that's said on wrestling entertainment. Yes, they do. Please send. He told me to say this to at Scooter Dust. Coleco told me to say it. Um, we can't find Coleco. Mitch told me to say it. Who? Um, yeah, yes, Mitch Letterman. Uh, Waterman. Wh- who the water? He's a Good wrestler. Um, what's a wrestler? Um. I, I mean, I, I, I could I could go all day, but if you want to hear me make more jokes, of course, come to my live Camp Lejeune stand-up comedy act. Um, free water. Uh, you're guaranteed to shit your pants, but it might not be because of my jokes. Um, Who wants the match, Scooter? Uh, uh, see, now, now this is a difficult question. 
it is the right thing for Soraya to win? I would say no. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But more than likely, Soraya is probably going to win. This is probably this is an important match in terms of what the fans have been waiting to see. Yeah, this is you know, Soraya's first match back in more than five years. Has it been five years? More than five years? She retired after WrestleMania 34. Was she was 34? The one in, um, I, in New Orleans. The second time. It, it seems like she retired before that. It was kind of touch and go, but it was formally announced the night after WrestleMania in New Orleans. That was... Mm, because she had just... She had just Formed Absolution. Yeah. And then Absolution. Absolutely. Oh, man. Um. Yes, uh, yeah. Sarai's clearly gonna win. And Britt Baker will continue to grow more and more disillusioned until she and her husband finally leave. Talk about unappreciating the people that's been working for you since day one. This is, personally, this is Britt Baker's biggest match to date. The name value of Sarada, obviously. Um, that being said, you could have Britt Baker beat Soraya, tell that story, have Britt Baker have that moment, because, I mean, again, Soraya. But... It's, you know, it's Tony Khan, and he doesn't appreciate the people that have been with him since day one. I mean, case in point, Darby is wrestling fucking Jeff Jarrett. Um, and Griffinko's not a ball-to-the-waist type of talent. She, she's been the hottest commodity in the women's division for, what, the last two years, at least? So, why wouldn't you give her that due? I mean, losing to her, losing to Soraya, might actually hurt her to a degree. Because, oh, we were good enough when she wasn't here, you know, a top WWE star. You couldn't get it done against the top star. Kind of devalues for a little bit, but that's my opinion. No, I totally agree. Yeah. That being said, Soraya wins. Alright, um, we got a general boy versus Luchasaurus in a solid steel cage match. Who wins, Steel? 
Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna assume that it's that Luchasaurus is. It's gonna look like he's about to win. Jungle Boy climbs up to meet him, and in the heat of battle, Luchasaurus throws. Jungle Boy up and over the cage and down to the floor. But it's winning, winning by accident. The cage matches in AW aren't by escape the cage. They're only controlling submission. Wait, did, did, did their cages have roofs? No, they don't have roofs, but... Then, 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 then Luchasaurus is gonna th- toss Jungle Boy to, uh... Yeah, basically. So, uh, Luchasaurus wins by Viva Mortal. Uh, uh, basically, I mean, unless they, um, unless they, you know, unless they decide to, you know, uh, add the fact that Cage escape uh, is a method of victory. I feel like you have to keep Luchasaurus strong, but you kind of have to keep hope up for um, Jungle Boy because, I mean, when is he going to get a W in this rivalry? He lost to Christian. I want to say he lost in Canada as well. At some point, he's going to have to get something, some type of redemption, right? Yeah. So I see maybe, you know, a quick roll up or a schoolboy or. No, not, not in a cage. It's gonna the fun the winning spot is going to involve Jungle Boy jumping off or being thrown from the top of the cage in some way. Alright. AW Championship Eliminator Tournament Finals. I'm assuming Ricky Stops will be in there somewhere of um I don't know who with the rest of the who will be wrestling him? I haven't even looked at the tournament bracket. Um, who wins? And why is it Ricky Starks? There are three wrestlers I love in this match. Kicking ass. TBD. Third thing here. Of course, you know... The question is, can TBD get past TBD? Oh, obviously. Um, TBD's been doing great things. I mean, out of all the names that are in this Eliminator tournament, which I swear to God, as soon as one ends, another one begins. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I think this is like, the 55th Eliminator Tournament. 
Well, it's definitely, it's going to be Ricky Stocks, I'm assuming, against Ethan Page. It could be Ross, but um, I highly, they've been treating that. Roosh. Roosh. God bless you. And meanwhile, you know, <laughs> and Miro still continues to sit at all. Who cares? Yeah. Welcome. At this point, I'm surprised he hasn't asked for his release. Oh, wait. He might have. I mean, they just brought in Lana, too, so. Wait a minute. Wait, I could have sworn she was. No. That was Renee uh, back at. No, 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 no. Hmm. Hmm. God, I thought. I guess I, I guess I dreamt it. Um. God, I, 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 oh, I remember seeing a picture saying C.J. Perry is now all elite. Um, it could have been a I highly assume. Thing is, I don't remember. I don't remember where I saw it. I think I may have saw it in said dream. Um, either way, out of all the names in this, clearly it's Ricky Starks. My problem with this, you know, I'm not even going to get into it. You know, he's, he went to, he's probably going to go to Monsters Row, um, Lance Archer, um, and Brian Cage, and then, you know, a Jabroni and Ethan Page. So, I hope they do something with the actual match again. Rick, Ricky and whoever the champion ch- champion's going to be. Actually, tell a fucking story. Alright, um, TBS Championship match. Uh, Jay Cargill and versus Nyla Rose. Uh, the winner also gets, uh, Jade's car as well. Because people forget that, um, Nyla, Nyla stole that as well. Who wins, Scooter? I wouldn't be surprised if they've got something really devious planned where Jade pokes fun at Nyla's uh, <laughs> reassignment surgery. Um, that being said, why should I care about this match? So you're saying whoever wins this match, we all lose. Basically, at this point. All right. I mean, running an undefeated streak gimmick with the the first women's mid card belt in 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 the modern pro wrestling era, and. I could give two shits about it. 
Ring of Honor Championship match, Fatal 4-Way, Chris Jericho vs. Brian Danielson vs. Claudio Iacanoli vs. Sammy Guevara. Who wins? Excuse me. It depends on... I'm wondering if, if this match will happen at all. Um, considering the current ROH World Champion is not the Masked Singer. He's turning I mean, on AEW? On uh, this past week's episode of The Masked Singer, there was a character called The Bride. A, a horse in a wedding gown. And the clues were smashed a rock, uh, talking about talking about all his uh, you know, pay-per-views, uh, or like his victories and, and whatnot, his rivalries. And, of course, the, the theme of the night was... Uh, it was Goat Night. Greatest of all time. And, of course, as soon as... Um, as soon as he opened um, his mouth, we knew that the bride is, in fact, Chris Jericho. Um, that being said, Jericho, Jericho is clearly going to be there at the pay-per-view. Um, I'm... Wondering if this is the way they get that title off of Jericho. But does it mean does it mean less? Um is it is it uh is it elimination or is it first first fall? I believe it's first fall. Haven't heard anything contradicting that. Um, you know, this is the best Jericho has been, the best that Jericho has been doing for some time. They have, he's a champion without actually being the champion of the company. He's Wrestling, you know, talent that needs to be put over desperately, and he's putting them over. Um, if he doesn't actually win, I see maybe Sammy Guevara winning. For the simple fact that he calls him his little buddy. And Sammy not taking too kindly to that. Maybe we'll get a Sammy Jericho singles match, possibly, but as of right now, I see it has to, it kind of has to be Jericho. Why would, why would you run out this momentum? Alright, um, AEW World Tag Team Championship match. Do you I'm, play? I'm sorry, I had, I had to play that. <laughs> and it's, 
it, 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 hold on. That's Jericho. Jericho singing Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance. Yeah, he's to Judas. <laughs> oh. See, he should have said Lady Gaga is Judas. Oh, yeah, that would have made sense. <laughs> Shut the hell up and dance with me. Shut the hell up, Savani. Alright, uh. Again! The acclaimed forces swelled in our glory. Um. The acclaimed, right? Yes, and they will make William Daddy Ass Gun very proud. After this, I really feel like. Uh, Swarf Scott, he really needs. A main event push because he's been doing great shit as as the heel against these guys, and him versus Moxley, I think that would be a real banger. Obviously, the acclaimed are the best shit on AEW um, today because obviously AEW stands for the acclaimed that we win things. Um, so yeah. Anything you want to add? I, I really hope we get to see uh, the acclaimed against the dyad really soon. So, uh, you know, against uh, you know, Joe Gacy's uh, dyad, Rafael Jaggerid, because I'm really waiting for, for them to Schism the scissor. Schism the scissor. Schism the schism the scissor the schism. Scissor the schism. Uh, maybe later. Scissor me, daddy schism. Oh, scissor me, Gacy. Alright, um. Interim AEW Women's World Championship match, Tony Storm versus Jamie Oh, I, I forgot this was even happening. I think they forgot as well. Hey, you know what? Until Tony Storm starts putting more content back on her only fans, Jamie hated the win. Well, that's how you get the more content, Scooter. Jamie wins, she's less busy as champion, and um, we're all fans of uh, Tony again. Alright, um, I'm really just sick of the intro thing as well. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm just so sick of it. I either uh uh take the belt off of Rosa or make make whatever Tony's got legitimate. We don't need intro. It's 
lane. And it's also confusing as well. So, uh, both both for Jamie Hayden? Yep. Alright. AW World Championship match, John Moxley versus MJF. Who wins? Yep. If I... If you had asked me this a few weeks ago, my... My answer might have been different. It probably would have been. Now it's... John Moxley by a landslide. Is that because MJF on face? It's not that just. It's not that he just turned face. It's the fact that it happened in the draw at the drop of the hat. It was. It was. Two weeks of build to him turning face. When an MJF, you know, face turned, in spite of the loss, could have been a great way to end the pay-per-view. I see your point there. And now... Well... MJF spends the next year trying to get another world title match. Heel MJF was with Chef's kiss on the mic, and yeah, I get that AEW is trying to make him their Stone Cold. When technically Moxley already is. Sure. But they want a homegrown, you know, Stone Cold, so. So. If it was Heel MJF, I might have said, I might. Have said yes. In fact, I would I would have hoped against hope, just so Moxley can have some in time off. Moxley's like he just brought his wife in. He has no time off. Mister No Days Off. Yep. Uh, either way, Moxley Moxley wins without question. Uh, Alright, um, join us in two weeks as we review that show. Um, it's on a Saturday, right? Yeah, 19th. Uh, yeah, next week. So next Saturday, we'll, uh, it won't matter what we talk about it because it won't have happened yet. Um, that'll just conclude this episode. Uh, thank you for listening. If you like what we're doing, please like, subscribe, comment, or on YouTube and Fastbox. Uh, of course, this is sponsored by World Energy and Pale Coffee. 
Join us this Tuesday as we interview El Espartano and this Wednesday as we interview Jocelyn Navarro. Um, follow the show at Wrestling with Eva on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, um, find uh, Google interviewing, uh, links to those interviews, um, and a lot more. Um, and, uh, you can follow me personally at JamesJ993. You can follow Coleco at IamColeco, and where can we find Studio? As always, you can find me over there, uh, and sometimes over here. But if you really want, find me on Twitter at ScooterDust. Find me, James, and Ryan Dust hosting the remix on YouTube, the premier audio companion experience for all your alternate commentary needs for WWE premium live events next time come to you, Survivor Series, War Games, and of course, revel in all my Twitch antics. As session one takes place live this Tuesday, along with Rico Constantino Jr. and the rest of the Smoking Dragons clan, sign embark on my first Dungeons and Dragons campaign ever. See how Cordicus Tarkin will fare a six-foot, 200-pound humanoid cat. Twitch.tv backslash Smoking Dragons. And be sure to uh, listen to some K-Foot first to get me to do that. Alright, um, for Coleco Yachts and Scooter Dust, I'm James J, and this has been Wrestling with... Entertainment. Where are the white women at? Hey guys, this is Brutal Bob Evans from Hangs with Bob Seminars and TheWrestleLife.com, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment, one of my favorite podcasts in the whole wide world. Hey folks, this is the Colossal Mike Law, and you are listening to Wrestling with Entertainment. Enjoy the show, support these guys. We appreciate it very much. We'll see you at ringside.